Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Into the middle and a backhander. They score and Vegas wins. Jay Theodore cuts in and goes to the backhand and the Vegas Golden Knights are very much alive in the Western Conference playoff race. Capitals get a point, but they fall 4-3 to three here at T-Mobile Arena. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals lose a tough one against the Golden Knights. A look at the defensive duo of John Carlson and Martin Ferravari and Arizona to wrap up the road trip tomorrow night. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, April 21st. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It was a good team effort last night at T-Mobile Arena, but in the end, the Vegas Golden Knights would post a 4-3 overtime decision with Shea Theodore scoring the game winner at 2:09 of sudden death. It was a night of highlights, though. Alex Ovechkin would end up scoring his 49th and 50th goals of the season, the latter of which the Capitals were brought back from down a goal late in the third period at the 13:36 mark. Ovechkin just blowing away Vegas goaltender Logan Thompson, for his second of the game. Evgeny Kuznetsov had a goal as well. In fact, it led off the scoring at the 6:18 mark of the first period. The Capitals defensively were blocking a whole lot of shots too in front of Ilya Samsonov. But what did in the Capitals last night, two goals in 49 seconds allowed by Samsonov at the beginning of the third period. A leaky goal from Evgeny Dadanov that was scored at 2.05, his 20th goal of the year from Shea Theodore, and then a power play goal just seconds later. It's Chandler Stevenson, the former Capital, picking up his 19th goal of the year. The Capitals, who had controlled the play by and large through the first 40 minutes, were now down 3-2. And then Ovechkin's goal, his 50th of the season, that would end up forcing overtime. Ilya Samsonov's night wasn't good enough in the third period. He allowed four goals on 30 shots, but it was the two in the third period that were the most egregious. The goaltending at the other end for Vegas was strange. Robin Leonard started the game. He allowed the goal to Kuznetsov, a puck that squeaked through him after Ovechkin had fired in his direction. Kuznetsov would tap it in. And then a goal that was taken off the board. John Carlson scored a goal that it looked like gave the Capitals a 2-1 lead, but upon further review, Tom Wilson was offside. But it was seemingly by virtue of those two goals against, only one of which that counted, that Robin Leonard got pulled from the game. He played the first period, and then Logan Thompson, who has played more games in the American Hockey League this year than in the National Hockey League, ended up winning his ninth game of the season in a relief effort for the Golden Knights. The final score, 4-3 Vegas. Capitals do get a point. We'll talk about the standings and what that means coming up in just a little while, but now we toss it over to Ben Raby to talk a little bit more about this one. Good morning, Ben. 
All right, John, and a lot to unpack from this game. A very entertaining game and no shortage of storylines. Alex Ovechkin tying the NHL record with his ninth career 50-goal season. Long-term, that's probably what we'll remember most from this night, another significant milestone in his career. But as for the more short-term view, as for the here and now, as far as the team is concerned, I think there was a lot to like from this game as far as the eye test, as far as the defensive effort that the Capitals put forth in this one. We were talking since Monday night, since the Capitals played extremely well defensively in that win against Colorado, we were talking and we were wondering if that was a one-off or was the foundation maybe laid in that game for something that could potentially carry over that the team could collectively potentially build off of. And for the most part against Vegas, again, facing a desperate team with a whole lot of firepower up front, Capitals were again... Very good without the puck. The Capitals have done a tremendous job defensively again tonight, keeping pucks away from Elias Samsonov, and that has been maybe their biggest key to success. Yeah, it is, and if that's what you're going to sign to come, these guys have been very good defensively. You have to be when the playoffs. You just can't play the fire wagon hockey. I like the structure of the whole game. So they're a good team. I mean, they're, they're deep with offense, and, you know, I thought we did a pretty good job. Um, Post game thoughts right there from Peter Laviolette. So look, it might get lost in the shuffle in a game where the Capitals ultimately lost four to three in overtime and where they ultimately blew a lead early in the third period. But look, if you look at Monday night against Colorado and then last night against Las Vegas, that's now two games in a row where the Capitals played very well defensively and where the Capitals played a brand of hockey that could translate well come postseason time. That being said, even the best defensive teams still need their goalies to be sharp behind them. And in the case of Ilya Samsonov, it was another night where he made big highlight reel saves, but was also guilty of allowing a couple of goals that, objectively speaking, he would probably like to have back. And we've seen this a lot from Ilya Samsonov throughout this season. And the two goals... That Vegas scored early in the third period. Two goals in 49 seconds. Those were not only very deflating as far as the Capitals were concerned, but they also gave the Golden Knights all kinds of life. And again, for context, this was a Vegas team fighting for their playoff lives. This was essentially a must-win game. They were trailing at the start of the third period. And Ilya Samsonov and allowing a couple of soft goals, that invited Vegas back into the game. And again, if you're the Capitals or you're any team with aspirations of making a deep postseason run, simply put, the goaltending needs to be better and the goaltending needs to be more consistent. Eichel running outside, golfs it toward the front, can't get much on it. And now the big pass ahead. Here's Ovechkin, he scores! And it's 50 goals for That was special. That was something. The latest milestone for Alex Ovechkin. That was all kinds of fun. And Alex Ovechkin, he was a fun watch 
Last night in Vegas, all kinds of jump in his game. He finished with two goals, three points, six shots, nine attempts. Just the eye test. He had a lot of jump in his game. couple of breakaway opportunities as well. And yes, the big milestone marker, tying Mike Bossy and Wayne Gretzky with his ninth career 50-goal campaign, the most in NHL history. Perspective from head coach Peter Laviolette. But Alex is, you know, the way he's contributing right now. I thought he played really hard out here tonight, really hard in Colorado, and uh, really set the example for our team. You know, amazing accomplishment, you know, 50 goals again. And um, I think as a more veteran player, you know, being able to accomplish that where he is in his career right now as well, pretty special. And to Laviolette's point about Ovechkin playing well Monday in Colorado and then again last night in Vegas, now keep in mind too, this is the end of the regular season. This is a pretty demanding late season five-game road trip. And despite averaging nearly 21 minutes a night, Ovechkin doesn't even look to be wearing down. He's been really good over the past couple of weeks. Eight goals in his last eight games, capital 6-1-1. and over that eight-game stretch. And there he was last night in Vegas trying to rally the Capitals back in the third period. And a final thought here on Ovechkin, John. It's nothing more than a laundry list of all the milestones and benchmarks he hit last night. He did all of this last night alone. All right, he, with his first goal last night. We'll start there. His first goal, his 49th of the season, with that tally, he passed Timo Solani, set a new NHL record, most goals scored by a player age 36 or older. And then with his 50th goal, as noted, he tied Bossy and Gretzky for the most 50-goal seasons in NHL history. Ovechkin also had a helper last night, his 40th assist of the campaign. First time Ovechkin has recorded 40 assists in a single season since 2011. Ovechkin also up to 90 points on the year for the first time since 2010. And with three points total last night, Ovechkin also moved into sole possession of 20th place on the NHL's all-time scoring leaderboard, Ovechkin passing Dale Howardchuk with 1,410 points. So ho-hum, another milestone night, another resume builder for Alex Ovechkin who at age 36 and in his 17th NHL campaign and all the miles on the hockey odometer is enjoying yet again another season for the ages. John? All right, good stuff, Ben. Appreciate that. They've been a defensive pair nearly all season. A veteran among the best defensemen ever to wear a Capitals uniform, a Stanley Cup champion after several failed cup runs prior to 2018. The rookie, who doesn't feel like a rookie after the season he's had, learning and growing his game. John Carlson and Martin Faravari. They're at different points in their careers, but Faravari has had the chance to grow alongside Carlson and learn from him, and between the two, they become a dependable pair that has helped propel this late-season surge by the Capitals. Head coach Peter Laviolette on Carlson's role with Marty and how the youngster has benefited from playing with number 74. I think they've been a really compatible pair. Marty is... Um, 
a defender, I think, a little bit more first, although we're starting to see signs of him jump into the offense and score some goals. He has the talent to do that, but certainly not at the level that John does it. But he defends. He's high on hits. He's quick to close. He's got a great stick in defensive zone coverage. And so I think it's been a good pair. And I think when you have a young player like that, you can pair it with a veteran player who has seen a lot and been through a lot, highs and lows and goods and bads and championships and failures you you learn a lot from sitting next to somebody like that and learning from them not only have they played well on the ice but I do think that John has has been a good mentor to him a look at your standings now on this Thursday morning it continues to be a dead heat atop the Metropolitan Division between the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers both teams have 106 points both teams have five games left and both teams are in action tonight Carolina going to host the Winnipeg Jets at seven o'clock in Raleigh while the Rangers travel to UBS Arena to face the Islanders at 7.30. As for third place, the Pittsburgh Penguins, 97 points. They'll take on the Boston Bruins tonight at home. The Capitals, by virtue of their point in the overtime loss last night in Vegas, also with 97. Now, the Capitals don't win a tiebreaker with anybody because they don't have enough regulation wins. But they do have a tie this morning with Pittsburgh at 97. Capitals sit two points back of the Bruins for the first wild card. Technically, the Caps still the number two wild card, but the race getting ever closer and the Capitals still managing to get standings points on this road trip. It's the Capitals and the Arizona Coyotes at Gila River Arena tomorrow night at 10.30 Eastern. Hear the game anywhere on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. In the meantime, have a great Thursday, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.